folks named that boy that African name. No one ain't from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. Plus, it's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass until this you left hand side, right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Magic Moment Extendor Edition podcast. I am still your host, Yusuf Ali. This is episode number 78. Coming to you kind of live, almost whatever. It's 9.56 on a Tuesday again. Um, right here in TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another pillowcase production. Um, actually, I got a lot of shit to talk this week. Um, more news than last week. It was a longer week. So we got, you know, I guess that much more shit to talk about. So, uh, you know, nothing super special, just a lot of it. So let's just get right on into it. Thursday, um, it was fun, man, I had a, I had a, a interesting Thursday, 
an interesting couple of days because my phone was off for that for about three hours. And man, I didn't realize my phone was off until I got in the car because I'm watching verses, which I, I'll get to that right quick after I'm going after this or shortly. Uh, I'm watching the verses and then I need to leave out to go to the show. So I'm like, okay, I'm watching on YouTube live. Let me just, you know, put my YouTube up and watch it while I'm on my way to the show. I know, I pretty much know where I'm going. Plus, you know, with Google Maps, you know, that little, it's still be in the corner of the screen no matter what you got up, right? So whatever, let's go. Google Maps is working fine, but no YouTube. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I just listen to music. I watch when I get back. And I'm walking to the venue, and that's how I find out that my phone is off, because I'm trying to, I don't know what I tried to do. I just know that little, you try one thing too many, scroll, refresh, something, anything that lets you know, oh, your, oh yeah, your shit is off. So, it was a weird feeling, because my phone is never off. Not when I wanted it to be off, like it might be off when it's fucking overnight or some shit like that when the bill going through i don't know what the fuck i know it ain't never been off when i needed to be i can't remember the last time it been off since it been on and it been on according to their email so i've been with them since 2009 so anyway so when i get on stage that's the first that's all i could talk about is that because it just felt weird like not having a phone, I'm like shit, I need to be in the fucking house. It, 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 never mind, people would be outside without cell phones back in the 80s. But the catch was they had a phone at home at least. If you don't have no phone, you don't want to be nowhere but fucking sleep. They give you a good excuse to miss the fucking cars. Other than that, you mad in the motherfucker. Wi-Fi does help, though. When you get back to the house, at least you can DM motherfuckers like, hey, my phone is off. You got to talk to me on fucking Facebook or some shit. Or, then, or you be the weirdo making Facebook calls because your phone is off. <laughs> oh, well, hey, man, that's a good that's a good little backup feature of Push Come to Show. All you need is some Wi-Fi. So that. Get to a library or a gas station. Somebody got some Wi-Fi. Gas stations might not want to tell you, but they got some. They got it. Those those goddamn registers, electronic computers and iPads and all that shit. They got Wi-Fi in there. Ain't about to tell, get away with that shit. But uh, yeah, back to the verses. It was an anticipated versus for, at least for, you know, like-minded individuals. I don't know. I can't say it was everybody was anticipating it because they not everybody's cup of tea. But if you fuck with them, then you was anticipating. Perfect example, um, listening to Ebro and, and Rosenberg talk about it. And they were just, no, with no respect, just no respect for them. For Bone and Three Six Mafia song, especially Bone, and it kind of reminded me of how I felt about them when they first came out. So I wasn't, you know, 
gonna act like I was. I when Bone first came out, I was fucking anti-Bone. If, if if everybody had a Bone name, Lazy Bone, Crazy name, whatever, I was anti, anti. I was anti-Bone because I didn't fuck with them at all. I just thought they were just saying a bunch of bullshit and or being gangster rappers or being killers or whatever the fuck murderers or whatever the fuck they was calling themselves and I was like man I like Nas I like Wu-Tang I'm not listening I'm not listening to this shit I like Outkast so but it took it took for Biggie to do a song with him for me to be like well I remember it was that weekend I was like well if Biggie did a song with him I guess these guys can't be you know, half bad. Maybe I missed something. Maybe let me, maybe let me go back and listen to this shit again. And that's all it took. Then, as far as Three Six Mafia concerned, fucking Eddie, shout out to Eddie, was the first person in the group to play any of that shit again. We super East Coasty by now. It's like. I don't know, 99, 2000, 98, whatever year it is, but we still East Coasty for the most part. We, you know, palettes have expanded a, a little bit, so we we letting in some other shit. But I would say 90% of our tastes fall in East Coast rap. So all of a sudden, Eddie is listening to Project Pat. Me and Dane, like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? He like, man, I'm telling you, this shit, this shit is cold. This shit, man, this shit the shit. So we like, alright, whatever, let me see. And he played to this day. Probably my three favorite hypnotized mind out songs. Fucking uh Now You Know the Business. We're gonna rumble in this hole. And got me fucked up. So if you, if you Melmos, if you never heard those three songs, or you not, you know, if you ain't listened to them in a while, go back, man. They still sound just as good as ever. Giddy Green, first project fat out. Five, nine, and eleven. I believe those are the track numbers. But um, yeah. So fast forward to last week, they have this anticipated verses and. 10 minutes into it, about a, a, a little skirmish, a little kerfuffle. I, I don't want to say it was a fight. On first, on first glance, when you first watch it, it looked like a fight. But when you watch it like seven times on replay, like I did, then it wasn't really a fight. It was just two dudes ran up, the two dudes being um, DJ Paul and Juicy J ran up, hesitated, gave their security enough time to take the lead in which the security then ran in there. When the security ran in there, Flash punched the dude while other bone security was pulling busy like with one motion over to the other side of the stage. Probably dislocated his shoulder. 
And then it really was no other punches thrown. So I say it was a bunch of clashing, not necessarily fighting. They was just like ran each ran into each other like a like like offensive and defensive linemen, if you would. Then, you know, everybody separated. Funny shit was said. Uh, Gangster Boo had a few quotable lines. Um, uh, Busy, you a hater. Uh, Why you ain't take these pills? Why you ain't take his pills? Uh, Now we see why he he ain't in the group, why the group don't fuck with him. Um, Sensey ass boy. Sensey as insensitive. Um, Sensey was great. Uh, There's a lot of funny things were said, and then fast forward about another 10 minutes, Busy comes back out to thunderous applause, and he apologizes, and handshakes, and daps, and hugs, and they get back, and as far as scoring it, I heard somebody say 12-8, 3-6 Mafia, I'll go with that, that sounds about fair, it was about three or four songs, that Bone played that I wouldn't have picked and about three or four songs maybe about the same for 3-6 Mafia that they played that I wouldn't have picked and as far as when a song came on another song came on which song would I rather hear before I skipped yeah I can see where 3-6 Mafia would have had three or four times that they played better songs maybe even five or six but um, overall, it was great. A lot of guests, a lot of guests, including Terrence Howard, who ain't even really a rapper, but he rapped in a movie that was based in Memphis that DJ Paul wrote the lyrics to. So, whatever. He can rap. He allowed in the verses. It counts. And um, yeah, it was just, it was real good. They really pieced it up at the end, and it was good. It was a good, as far as year end versus. It was, it was good. It's, some people say it was the best. Some people say it was number two. But it definitely was in the top five, top three. And um, if you ain't seen it, Melmo's, watch it. Especially especially if you like, I don't know, 40, 38, 39, something like that. Then watch it for sure, man. You'll get a kick out of it. I decided to watch the Cavs. I had a not I ain't gonna say I decided that's the wrong word. I had a chance to watch the Cavs, a whole entire Cavs game. And I, I I tell you, I see what the what everybody talking about. I see what the fuss is about. The Cavs look pretty good. We, we got a good young core. Jared Allen probably being the veteran. And he only probably like 27, 28, 29, something like that. So we looking good. We looking good. Um, Garland is, is starting to look like the top player in this league. A little inconsistent. He give you a couple good games, then then disappear. But you know, whatever. He get together. He's still second year young kid. All in all, I am proud of the boys. Um, way better than last year. Oh man, last year. Oh, it, was, it was it was the reason why it was you know nobody gave us any type of expectation any type of any shots this year because 
think we only won like 22 games or 24 games. Something pathetic. So, we're going to get that by shit next month. We should have 20 something wins or something like that. I don't know. I don't know our record. All I know is we're not bad. We ain't the worst. Watching this shit on HBO, Life of Crime. Basically following these three white dudes around that steal and do dope and go to jail. And I fell asleep on it because of course I did. Um, it was a sleeper. But it was one scene where they stealing from a, a I don't know, it looked like some type of department store. It looked like a Woolworth or a, a thrift store in Cleveland, Salvation Army, but it's not as a regular, I don't know, whatever the fuck. And they in there stealing. This is 86. So it ain't like they got uh, lapel, you know, lapel cameras. and Like, so this bulky-ass cameraman is in there filming these dudes still trying to duck and hide with them. I'm convinced that the store was in on that shit. Ain't no way you don't see this cameraman-ass dude crawling around trying to be inconspicuous and, com- and being completely obvious. So, I don't know. It, it, it was an interesting watch. There was some shit on there that they couldn't get away with. I ain't even gonna say 2021. You couldn't get away with the shit on, that they showing on there. And, oh, one. Wait, this dude was terrorizing his at the time uh, pregnant girlfriend but um <laughs> he hitting upside the head telling her to go sit in the room stay in that room like like and, and then he, the cat was on the bed he's saying give me this cat you pregnant what the fuck like it was terrible it was terrible and he went to jail shortly after and it was awesome he was crying in court crying in the in the initial lockup, so I was like, oh man, this is the, this is the, the best type of dude to go to jail, a domestic abuser that cry when he get locked up. Oh man, they they gonna extort the fuck out of this dude, deservedly so. I don't know if this is news, but I was watching this thing. Called 15 places you're not allowed to go to, or the top 15 places, and one of them was this place that got like it's a top, it's a vault, it's a vault that holds I don't know a bunch of seeds, backup seeds for various fruits and vegetables that we need. And I was thinking, man, if some evil Doctor Evil type of motherfucker found his way in there and took all the seeds, that it, man. That's a hell of a ransom note. It'll be like, look, y'all better give me shit. I don't know what. I want a couple buildings. I want y'all to rename some shit after me. Because um, I know y'all going to take me to jail. So I want y'all to rename some shit after me. I need a statue built right now. A few. Um, otherwise, y'all better stretch out them, them fucking grapes y'all got. Cause this is it. I got all the seeds now. Oh man, that, that sounds like a plot for a Austin Powers Four or some shit. Dude, take all the seeds. Um, I was thinking about this too. Um, 
when people be in court or people get arrested and maybe they didn't consent to the search this happened with serial killers this is my serial killer topic say this is my serial killer topic they don't, get, they don't consent with the search but inside the car they see ropes and blood stains and knives and hair <laughs> so they take all this shit and then when they get when they arrest this motherfucker they take him to court and then they say oh no that's suppressed evidence jury we can't use this evidence so like that's some shit to see some shit and act like you did it and that is an ill concept to me suppressed evidence yeah that's a blade yeah he on trial for a murder and yeah that was a fucking empty shell a 38 a knife fucking mace a whip chain brass knuckles in his back seat but hey a videotape of him doing it hey that shit was obtained illegally so which I mean that's good for for us for the citizen but god damn suppress that that's a hell of a <laughs> let's do some news Sardine can, um, 
what else you can use. You can, it's, a, it's an array of things you can use to collect your roaches in. Maybe I'll make a video of that. Um, and yeah, we need to just uh, keep these roaches, you know. First thing I want to talk about. was a preacher. I saw a video. It was a preacher at a funeral and uh, he was giving a hell of a sermon. I'm talking about he was getting into it and somehow he must have sneezed or a snot line came out of his nose so thick, so long and strong. And he tried to wipe it off with his sleeve and keep talking. But that didn't work. It just bounced back. And then it was just hanging. And it was so obvious that eventually a, 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 a mourner had to walk up and give him one of them good mama wipes with the nose and get the, get the snot out. But I tell you, as nasty as it was, it's a perfectly timed snot. If you had a funeral, it's probably pretty. It's probably a pretty sad, somber occasion. But when you look up and see a snot like that, it is distractingly funny. You ain't gonna laugh out loud, but you're gonna say <laughs> it's gonna be like this. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, brother, brother Mike, brother Mike, oh, brother Mike. <laughs> the fuck? He don't see that? That snot on his nose, he's gonna keep talking? Oh, no, he, he tried to get, oh, he, oh, they still got the snot on his nose. Oh, this is hilarious. And then you're gonna get back to being sad, you know what I mean? That's, that's all. I guess Young Thug was supposed to do a a rally at the I mean not a rally, a giveaway at Walmart at the local Walmart and he had all these families. I don't know if they won a raffles or I don't know if it was just they happened to be in there that day. I don't know what was going on, how they got to be in there. But it was families in there and I guess they was allowed to fill up the cart. It was like a no limit thing. So it was Pretty much every cart in the store was full, so I was I would imagine probably about half the inventory was in carts, if not, you know, if not a little more. And this motherfucker didn't show up. So dude on the video like, "Yo, thug, where you at?" You know. Motherfuckers is calling on you. I don't think you put out a statement since I got a lucky look, but I don't really don't care. That's not the point. The point is, he was um he was like, you know, this is fucked up, young thug. You ain't come do this, but really, yeah, it was fucked up because you know the people get their hopes up thing and they about to get all this free shit and they don't get nothing. They just get to leave. I know it was probably chaotic as fuck. Can you imagine the parking lot of a, a, a giveaway 
but hey, you gotta leave and shit. The good news is, like I say, at least half the story is in carts and not in order. Not like it's 14 carts that got all board games, you know, another six carts that got all Ottomans. No, 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 no. It is shit. It is, it is shit everywhere. So it's gonna be a lot of OT to be to be had. So you should be thankful that Young Thug didn't come and buy all that shit. Cause y'all next two checks is gonna be a motherfucker. That's a lot of shit y'all gotta put back. Oh, this was kind of fucked up. There was a wall, another wall, a Lowe's or a DIY type of place. And apparently, according to the caption, the dude was in his way into the store armed with a hammer. (laughs) And um, the police said, hey, man, stop. He wasn't going that fast. But he wasn't stopping either. They'd say, hey, man, stop. And he was going. If I had to measure his speed, which in this case is very measurable, he's probably going about a half a mile an hour. Hey, I can see him getting a half a mile an hour at that speed. Yeah, that's about right. And then, you know what this cop did? Instead of easily, physically restraining him, shot him nine times from about three feet away. And then the ninth shot was like some, it was like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> like, and they all landed because he was only like three, four feet away from him. So, like, what was that knife shot for? That knife shot fucked me up. That knife shot should be cause enough for a riot. And if they do, I'm gonna give me some shit. And I know that sounds insensitive, like, oh, you don't care about the black man, but you care about the white man. No. Last time, motherfuckers, it wasn't no vaccination. So motherfuckers was risking it all trying to get some shit. This time, there's less risk to get some shit. So, in both situations, I would have been down there just for the free shit. I mean, the cause is good. But I really would have been down there for the free shit. Um, but yeah, there's so many ways they could have stopped this. Oh, did I mention the dude was in a wheelchair? That's what I forgot to mention. I, just, I was just saying how, you know, how slow he was going. But then, that's why he was going so slow. He was in a wheel, an electric wheelchair. So he wasn't even... Maybe that's where his problem was. If he, if he would have been in a regular wheelchair, then he wouldn't have had two hands... A hand free to fucking hold a hammer. And then no police would have been called anyway unless they was calling to come get this crazy motherfucker out the parking lot that's going around in circles in his wheelchair with a hammer in his hand. But nope. Smoke this dude. They could have, as slow as he was going, they could have legit just pushed him over or 
pulled him out of the motherfucking wheelchair. But I get that. That would have been risky, I guess, trying to pull him out because he did have a knife or a hammer. So, I mean, but you want to get to your knuckles bashed trying to grab this motherfucker but you could have pushed him you could have pushed him and then applied all type of moves and force if you was gonna shoot him just imagine the physical force you would have been allowed to do just with your hands and feet but nope we never know cause he killed the fuck out of him and then handcuffed him after which is what they do I guess that's to justify in their mind that it's still a criminal. I still gotta do my job after I, you know, killing this dude was part of the job, and so is arresting him. That's fucked up. Company man, motherfucker. Entertainment news: Troy Ave say he offered a money back guarantee for his album. He said, if you don't like it, just show him the email receipt or something, whatever the fuck receipt. He give you your ten dollars back, which is risky, especially in the day and age where motherfuckers ain't buying shit anyway. So you not now you wanna have the nerve to give shit back? You don't know why? Like you know all they gonna do is well, I guess you could. It would just be a long. That's a long way to go to get ten dollars or to to make ten dollars is to buy it and then oh. Never mind. No, that that that's just a a shitty plan. <laughs> terrible, terrible plan. But all I'm saying is, there's a lot of confidence. There's a lot of confidence in yourself to give a money back guarantee to anything you sell, let alone something as subjective as music. Like I don't know. The good news is, ain't like nobody gonna listen to it and dub it and then take it back. If you want to just listen to it, just listen to it on Spotify, man. You really don't have to buy nothing that shit. That's what that's what Spotify is for. But you know, what he gonna give you your Spotify money back for that month? That's fair. This shit was ten dollars a month, and I'm listening to your CD on or your project on Spotify, and it's bullshit. Yeah, give me my ten dollars. I don't need to buy it directly. Just eliminate the middleman. Just give me my ten dollars. Because I'd send you a DM. Hey, I listen to this shit on Spotify. It's trash. Give me my $10. Keeping up staying in the music news. Uh, Eddie Murphy is coming out with a, another. I think this is his second reggae album. And that's when you, that's when you know you just got time and money. Cause you just sitting around the house thinking no one in the world has asked me about doing like how much you know anticipation with you know of a Eddie Murphy reggae album but because I got time and money why the fuck not I there's enough shit on YouTube where I can become a reggae singer within a week which is probably what he did or Eddie Murphy is an impressionist so probably was a dude that was singing and shit like what they call it a cover track or a reference track rather and 
he just imitated the dude. <laughs> now that I think about it, that's I'm I'm pretty I'm more I'm damn near positive that's what he did. Peloton coming out well, well a little tights coming out with these Peloton inspired indoor treadmill bullshit and it's like come on man that's the whole point of of riding as being a kid and riding around the bike is to be outside what kid want to ride around inside and look at a screen if he gonna look at the screen he ain't about to ride around he gonna sit on the couch this is a dumb dumb idea from every single angle little bike for kids next thing you know they're gonna be encouraging kids to play high go seek in the house which can be fun depending on the square footage of the house but if you're in a one bedroom apartment he gonna see your feet every time so I don't know but that's what they're doing so thank so when it, when, when you're riding around and you don't gotta slow down cause it's kids in the street and you don't gotta worry about hitting no kids and, and here you go you can got this, got this shit to thank uh, Peloton keeping the kids in the fucking house I guess this was making the rounds a CEO fired like 900 something employees all at the same time via Zoom which I don't know I would have been fishy as soon as I saw an email from my boss with a Zoom link like wait a minute what do we need to tell us on online that he can't tell us when I get there and fuck around and that's what it would be <laughs> you don't need to get here just listen just zoom in motherfucker and if you're going to fire 900 people at the same time, you better do it online. You better not have, you better not motherfucking come work and have people a meeting after the first break, a meeting after lunch and say, you know what, uh, yeah, everybody fired. You ain't making it out of that fucking building. So, he was smart enough to know that. I better do this shit on Zoom, but and I'm going to lock my door anyway. Saw another video where a lady and her daughter, the daughter sitting in the lap and she getting ready to braid her hair, I guess. And she said, you ready for me to braid your hair? She said, no, it's stink. And then they both look at the camera and she's like, yeah, it's stinking here when you move your legs. And she said it was some word she came up with. She didn't want to, you know, sit between her legs because she know where that shit come from. So the mama gonna go try to say, no, it don't. That's that. That's that mouse or whatever the fuck she said it was that was stinking, the dog or some shit. And she's like, no, no, it ain't. <laughs> like this little girl, she she don't got no reason to lie. And then so the father gonna get mad, Thomas. So why you say that on camera? She wasn't looking in the camera. And why you mad at her? For being observant. Be mad at your fucking baby mama for being fucking stinking through her pants. It wasn't like she was sitting there with a fucking bikini bottoms on. Oh. Getting mad at that kid. 
PlayStation executive got fired trying to fuck a 15 year old kid these people on YouTube they do this to like celebrities or whoever the fuck is fishy and they'll find these motherfuckers and set them up on pedophile rings and they got this motherfucker and they're showing the text and all this shit and this motherfucker thinking he picking up a 15 year old boy gonna have on his Playstation 5 t-shirt of course he's gonna have on a Playstation 5 t-shirt like you, and if you and, and as fucked up as it is, if you plan on fucking a fifteen-year-old kid, a boy, shit, wearing a PlayStation T-shirt is like wearing a fucking uh, lingerie under a trench coat. That shows that you're ready to go. You're ready for action. Piece of shit. They got his ass. Uh, well, they fired him at least. This generation. And, just reminded me of another thing I saw. Um, motherfucker said he was shot, stabbed. And he talking to the camera about how ain't nobody got no love and no loyalty. And motherfuckers is fake. They took my car. He, t- he talking with a lot of clarity. And then all of a sudden he kind of slumped and fall. And you see him holding the phone sideways. And somebody called the police Somebody called the ambulance. Motherfucker, you've been talking shit this whole time. Shot and stabbed up. Trying to shout out homies. And then you think about calling the ambulance? Stupid motherfucker. I'm sure he didn't make it. I guess guess that's sad news. I know he didn't make it. 45-year-old substitute teachers. Always substitute teachers. That get, well, not always. Maybe a good percentage of the substitute teachers that get caught up trying to fuck with these kids. And sure enough, here this 43-year-old lady. They said putting her titties on the dude chest. A 15-year-old. And sending them texts talking about to come through, smoke weed, and look at my titties and all this shit. And the problem is, other than pedophilia, but is she 43 years old? Do you do you know how old a 43 year old a 43 year old seems to a fucking 16 year old? I remember when Tupac said, "You 35 years old rapping flabby and sick," and I was probably like 15 or 16 or whatever the fuck how old I was when I heard him say that, and just remember thinking how old 35 sounded so. Imagine if you one of these motherfuckers is 40-something. So. You seem like a fucking super-duper old lady. Of course he gonna call the police on you and tell his mama and tell everybody. I mean, this super old lady putting her titties on me, trying to get me to come over and smoke weed. What the fuck is going on with this dump? And she wasn't like she was cute. I mean, it would've helped. I mean, it wouldn't have helped the, the charges or the fact that she was a sick bastard, but I'm saying, at least, at least, don't look 43. If that's the route you're gonna take, is trying to fuck a young dude. I was, that's all fucked up. I shouldn't say that. Now I saw a few videos with dogs acting the fool, well, fucking with motherfuckers, and it was it's different ways to handle it, uh, as demonstrated. Uh, one dude just had a leaf blower, and there was two pits, and he wouldn't let, they wouldn't get close. It was almost like cats with a broom, except it was, you know, electric air. And the cats was chilling. Like, what the fuck is going on? But, um, 
so the the one the first the first big ass dog he put him in like a chokehold like a like a ill ass move like a police ass reverse police ass MMA ass chokehold and it was other dogs that ran up but they saw how he was holding him and he was like well shit if he if they doing let's call him Ray Ray if they doing if he doing Ray Ray like that we ain't got a shot and they fucking high tailed it the fuck up well they they ain't run but they wasn't trying to fight they were just kind of like get off him get off Ray Ray no, fuck that. Get off Ray Ray. Well, when they white, really trying to throw no punches or nothing like that. If I had to, you know, humanize them. And then the last thing that was going around this week, uh, some dude, a collector of, of sorts, of old war shit. Fast forward to last week, say he got a fucking shell, a shotgun shell, some shit stuck up his ass and nobody believing him. But the question is, I want to ask, or nobody trying to address this, was it through his pants? Because if the, if the shit had impaled him through his pants and stuck in his ass, then what can you say? Maybe he did trip and fall. But that's the only way. So, that's all. Just show me a picture. If he pulled his pants down, or if his pants is down, and the motherfucker... Is in his ass, and of course he didn't slip and fall. I mean, low, low, low chances are he walking around, you know, shirt naked. But I doubt it. That's all. Just did he have on pants or not? I had to solve that inquiry or questions and all this shit. All right, let's go down memory lane. about that time at trans world news when i had a brief bodybuilding career uh it was this dude i can't remember his name he used to stay two streets over so sometimes i'd drop him off on the way home and he was an ex 
uh, ex-con jail dude that was super cocky, little legs, but super big chest and arms, and 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 uh, what's that shit on it on the back of your neck? Anyway, oh, he had all that shit, and but he was super, like I say, super duper nice dude. I guess because he was out of jail and he knew that, you know, I ain't trying to go back. Plus. I snapped and killed one of you motherfuckers. So he was just real soft-spoken, real nice dude. And he used to ask me, you know, man, you should go. You should try working out, you know. Try working out. You would like it. And I did. I remember going up there doing, like, we had an hour for lunch. So I would go up there for, like, 30, 45 minutes. I might do fucking 30 dips. I might lift. I might do 10 sets. I might do fucking... uh, uh, what's that other shit? Curls. I was, I was, I was doing my shit, and it was going good for probably about two months. A good two months. I was going up there every day, and I felt like I was getting stronger. I felt muscle. Probably the same. It probably would got me to how I look like I do today, which is not. I'm not like super cocky or ripped up or nothing. But whatever that was, I did for those two three months. Maintained. You know. 20 years later because I, I damn sure stopped lifting weights and started lifting weed because I started smoking weed at lunchtime and I really don't it's a blur it's a it, that's all I remember is I used to go upstairs and lift weights and then next thing I know I was going in the car in the parking lot and smoking or going to, to, to the court and smoking and then playing basketball and then smoking again all I know is that weight shit was a rap that definitely was a time if of all of that times i didn't did that was the most that time ass story i didn't have because that time came to an end as far as the cocky super cocky dude he quit or got fired or something like that i don't know but we never had no problems but and he gave me the impression that if i did have a problem i could call him i used to almost want somebody to fuck with me so i can call this dude but never had to use him uh so Shout out to him for trying. He was trying to set me. He was trying to get me to go the right way. I'm, I'm, who knows? I might have been a muscle head and never even thought about comedy or or podcast or nothing that shit. So whatever. I am here. I'm here now. From then, from that time, I used to do thirty dips at lunchtime. This week on Puddle Tracks, we're trying to figure out if certain products can expire. We'll explain. Me and Larry and Marvin was talking about how, like, you ain't never heard of nobody having a chapstick expire. Like, you can have, like, a tube, a chapstick, and use it for, like, three years, but it don't never expire. And then Marvin was like, he contradicted the story. Well, he teed or whatever the fuck. And he was like, no, nah, because his girlfriend, one of his girls he was messing with at the time, one of her kids had to go to the emergency room for using some expired chapstick. Apparently, it got the reverse effect. It, like, it, it ain't smooth and soothing. It's like a sandpaper sticky shit. Either way, he said he ripped all the, all the lip skin off his bottom lip fucking with some expired chapstick. <laughs>
Yeah, y'all know this fucking COVID shit is around, but comedy is back. This segment of the podcast is the male more appreciation segment. Just want to tell y'all thanks for fucking with me. Uh, I hope y'all enjoying the show and the podcast so far. I hope y'all telling people to listen to it and sharing it. Uh, I hope y'all leaving five star reviews if you're listening to it on Apple. I guess that's what y'all supposed to do. I really don't know why they tell everybody to tell people that. I don't know. But just please do that for me if if you would. If you're listening to it on anything else, just keep listening to it. I guess that's all you do on, on anything else. And that was five-star reviews. And um, I appreciate the support. I fuck with y'all. Thanks for fucking with me. Let's keep it going. Roll up. Glad y'all made it to the end of the show. Hope you had a good time. I hope uh, if it's your first time listening, I hope you're going to listen next week. And um, yeah, before we get out of here, as usual, there is just one more thing. This week, Kareem had told LeBron, you know, that's not goat shit. That shit you're doing with your running with your balls and all that shit. That's, that's not GOAT behavior, right? And I was thinking, if anybody know about, you know, audacious behavior, it got to be this guy. This dude invented the sky hook. And if you think about basketball, you think about a traditional jump shot or a layup or a dunk, which is only really the only three ways to put the ball in the hoop until now until this dude came up with a shot that he throws over his head without knowing where his hand is at without guiding the ball with his eyes because he can't see the ball it's just like a laser focus I'm going to look at the hoop and throw the ball in there without looking at it basically and he did this he's the leading scorer in NBA history 
he scored like 35,000 points, let's say. 34, something like that. Some 30-some thousand points. I want to say at least half of them came off of this hook shot. This dude scored 15,000 points throwing the ball in the hoop without looking. You know how ballsy that is? So, yes. If he want to tell you, if he want to advise younger players on how to act in this situation, you better listen to a dude that decided to throw the ball in the basket from 10 feet away without looking at it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again because couldn't nobody do nothing about it. And that's it. Y'all can't do nothing about this. This podcast is like a hook shot. Y'all can't stop it. Every week we coming. So hope you're enjoying it. This was fucking great. Um, I can't leave y'all without reminding y'all and giving y'all some tips on how to get through this crazy world. Number one, don't take shit personal. Don't take shit personal. It's just work. It's just coworkers. You know, you don't know what they did. You know, you don't know what kind of morning they had or night they had before whatever you know what i mean if you find yourself getting your head spinning everything going like it's going to a thousand miles an hour you don't know what the fuck to do next this angle that angle here and there people coming from everywhere serenity prayer just calm down serenity prayer if you know it you know it if you don't it goes something like this control and and the gist of it is control what you can control let go of what you can't know the difference boom now you, now boom serenity prayer now you got that now you tripping because you're on facebook you scrolling all this shit motherfuckers getting movie roles tv shows new cars getting married gotta count your own blessings man gotta focus on the shit you got your own shit do what you have to have be glad what you have which leads me to the next next tip don't compare stop comparing shit just enjoy the shit while you're doing it, man. Trust me. Stop comparing shit to shit. Ain't nothing like nothing else. It's trust me, it's not. Just do. Just enjoy the shit you're doing while you're doing it, man. And finally, smoke weed. Stay high, man. That's how we get through this bullshit the best way. Just above it, literally and figuratively. So that's it. Until next week. Be safe. We out. Go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you!